0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Farmers in west-central Saskatchewan could be back in the field for harvest as early as next week. The regional crop specialist in Kindersley, John Ippolito, says some are hoping to resume harvest early next week, but others likely won't be back on the combine until near the end of April. He says there are concerns about wet fields and swath crop may take some time to dry. He says the wheat is low grade, so many want to ensure the crop is fully dry to avoid any higher costs. He says the Rosetown-Kindersley area has about 400,000 acres of crop still to harvest. He says many farmers in the area still have about 10% of their crop to combine.
1: Derm and spring wheat would be one of the bigger ones. Some flax, but although a lot of the flax, uh, I mean, flax acres are small generally, but it's one of the crops that's left out. And then the other one that uh, kind of got left to last was canary seed. Most of the canola was harvested at some point, late fall, early winter. So there's really very little canola out there. You hear of the odd one with canola, but it, it's mainly derm and canary seed. And and canary seed was left because it was felt it could overwinter in an okay state, and the derm it was kind of left because of fusarium issues. It was already a low quality. Even the stuff that was harvested last fall was being graded sometimes, you know, in the sample or commercial salvage. So, uh, I think growers felt that if there was a crop that had to stay out, they they weren't losing a lot by you know leaving derm till last. So that was it. They concentrated on the oil seeds to make sure they got harvested. Um, there is lentil acres that are unharvested as well, although I think a significant number of them were actually written off by crop insurance, even last fall. So so in some cases, those lentil acres, won't, they won't have to be harvested at all from the recovering the grain point of view, but still may need some uh, some kind of practice in terms of how do we manage the residue so we can actually seed into those fields this spring. May not necessarily need a combine, but may need some other kind of activity before seeding. Are you talking about burning it off? Everybody asks about burning. I um, haven't run into a farmer yet that, that actually thinks that that's what they will do. Some of them have bought some of these disc implements, and some of them are, I have seen the odd large Rotary mower. That I think some cases guys may use those. But even some of the stuff that will be harvested this spring, some of the growers are thinking they may have to use a disc on it, anyways, because of the lodging. The um, in some cases the straw that's still attached to the ground is going to be 12 inches longer, more, so it's still going to create a problem with seeding. But by and large, in, in west central Saskatchewan, anyways. Nobody really burns as kind of an intentional practice, so uh, they consider their crop residue to be kind of a precious commodity and want to keep it there. So I don't see a lot of burning happening, but there will be some other practices. Guys will try, I'm sure.
0: You said there was some lodging, and of course you expect that with uh, snowpack, but any other problems like wildlife or mice in the field?
1: There is mice in the field, kind of some of the standing stuff that was left standing over the winter. We were out in some of those fields last week and you could find mice nests. We found that there was a lot of mice even last October. The snowfall in October is what kind of laid these crops down and started the delay a harvest. And so we were finding a significant amount of mice in those fields at that time. And I think the feeling is that the swath stuff in particular probably has a fair amount of mice in it, and, and that have been in the swath for the winter. So, so yeah, mice is a concern for the guys that are harvesting. It's um, you know, I guess we aren't sure just what's going to happen in terms of the impact of the mice on grain quality. But I know I've you know talked with growers that have you know been requesting information on what precautions they sh- should take to make sure they don't contract antivirus while they're harvesting, knowing there's that many mice out in the field. So it's definitely a concern. The mice are probably the biggest concern from the wildlife perspectives. When do you expect harvest to
0: be done and seeding to start?
1: Well, you know, I think what we're going to see happen with some guys is in some cases they may, especially the guys that are going to wait for the grain to be dry, in some cases they may seed on some of the land that's already been harvested before they go to start combining the other stuff. So I think in some cases anyways, I'm not so sure it's a case where we're not going to seed an acre until the harvest is all done. I think some guys will actually, like I say, they'll they'll start seeding and, and then when they're confident that they can go on those unharvested fields with the combine and actually get dry grain, then they will combine them. So, you know, it's possible and some guys may actually be farming for 10 or seeding for 10 days or longer before they get around to going to harvest and that other stuff. Because uh, they're going to want to make sure when they get in there that, you know, they're doing the best job they can and not creating ruts that are going to cro- cause seeding problems.
0: Polito expects seeding to start in west central Saskatchewan at the usual time in late... April or early May. Prairie farmers will learn to adapt to changing climate. Canadian author and scientist Bob McDonald spoke at a recent Farm Credit Canada meeting in Winnipeg. McDonald says even though our climate is gradually growing warmer there are ways to adapt.
2: So mitigation means getting ourselves off fossil fuels and uh, that's not going to happen overnight because the fossil fuel industry is a huge industry and it employs a lot of people. If everybody went to electric cars tomorrow the auto parts industry would disappear. All the people who change your oil, all the mechanics and all that, they, they'd be out of work, because electric cars don't need maintenance. They, they can run for years without doing anything to them. So it's, it's got to be a gradual bringing in of new technologies, an evolution, not a revolution. For adaptation, is getting used to a, a changing world. And that's really difficult, especially from a farming point of view, because you're growing I know soybeans are coming up here now, that wasn't in this area before, but you've been having some wet summers, and soybeans like wet better than wheat does, so, so maybe we're seeing a change there. So it's, it's adaptation, and the big thing for me is efficiency, is conserving what we have. There's so much that can be done with conservation. We throw away more than we use, and water is the big issue, I think. You know, right now you're flooded with it, but there's going to be another drought. It's going to happen because that goes through cycles as well. So water management, water contamination. Lake Winnipeg is getting eutrophied because of all the nutrients going into it. So we can manage that. We can look at how we use and what we throw away in terms of water, in terms of energy, in terms of food, and, and come a long way just from that.
0: McDonald says there's a lot of water on Earth, but only a small fraction is usable. He says Canada has about 20% of the usable water on the planet.
2: I mean, water's the issue of the 21st century. We can deal without oil, but we can't live without water. And agriculture wouldn't exist without water. So humanity wouldn't exist without water. You can only go, what, five days without water and you die? So it is the issue. And the Earth has plenty of water around. You know, it's always had water. The water we have today is the same water the Earth has always had. It keeps recycling itself been around for three four billion years so we're not running out of it we're just not treating it right and if we leave it alone it'll clean itself and if we manage it properly we'll have enough
0: mcdonald believes the global society is capable of changing to be better stewards of water bob mcdonald is a well-known canadian author and scientist
1: the market updates on the source
0: 620 ckrm Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. ViTerra prices for canola gained 60 cents at 4.7060. Flax fell 4 dollars at 4.9202. Oats dropped a dollar 90 at 1.4396. Number one red spring wheat declined a dollar 37 at 2.2909. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.6746. Feed barley one twenty four fourteen. Yellow peas, three hundred sixteen dollars. Feed wheat, one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was down one and three quarter cents at five twenty five and a half a com. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRN 58. and now the latest livestock report.
3: Good afternoon, this is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, April the 5th. A fairly good run here today, 1,900 head in the sort with 250 cows and bulls, a total of 2,150 for the day. Cows and bulls still selling strong and active. D1, D2 cows, 96 to 106, sales to 108, 109, good bulls, 118 to 130, sales to 135. In the pre sort today, selling pretty much steady with last week. Some highlights on the steer side, 450-pound steers, 238, 500-pounders, 235, 550-pound steers, 225, 650-pound steers, 212. My favorite pen, 700-pounders, 190, 800-pound steers, 178. We had some big red and black exotic steers, 1,000-pounders. They traded up at 158. Highlights on the heifer side, 500-pound heifers, 201, 550s, 188, 650-pound heifers, 177, 700-pound heifers, 179. We had some good replacement-quality heifers here, 800-pound black heifers traded for 165. That comes out to $1,320, and we had some big girls here, 900-pound red, black, exotic heifers, at 161.50, comes out to $1,450. Next week, pre-sort, sorting Monday and Tuesday, 1300 booked for that sale so far. Last Wednesday at Heartland Yorkton, uh, uh, we had a pen of replacement heifer sale. They sold for tor- $1,270 to $1,500, and one pen of black heifers topped out at $1,600 apiece pay attention cattlemen this saturday april the 8th last chance bull sale at heartland yorkton the 11th annual blue collar bull sale selling 60 good black angus bulls also 40 commercial replacement heifers lunch starts at 11 sale time is at one this saturday at heartland yorkton this sale is always a good one with good people and good bulls that's it for this week at heartland yorkton i'm harvey exner have a good day
0: now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
3: Ham sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 154 to 156 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling in a range of 153 to 155 per ckg. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 85 to 99 dollars per ckg live weight. Cash hogs today are called lower, while lean hogs are trading mostly lower, and the Canadian dollar is steady, trading at 0.7458 cents U.S. Cash hogs yesterday we were down 61 cents per hundredweight while the cutout was down 39 cents per hundredweight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $25 per head black. U.S. cash markets continue to be pressured lower by abundant supplies.
0: Coming up the farm weather forecast.